Tim. Welcome to Let It Ride, a new podcast about roller derby presented by the Wide Ankle Podium. And as the official voice of roller derby on the Uh, podcast. I'm sorry, I need to to cut you off. As the official voice of roller derby on this podcast, uh, I'd like to welcome everyone. Uh, I was reading the wrong part of the script, but this is the podcast uh, about roller derby, almost certainly the greatest fantasy cycling game in the world. Head on over to rollerderby.com. That's R-O-U-L-E-U-R derby.com. Spell it the way a cyclist would spell it. And uh, you can play paramutual style betting on a variety of propositions and guess, you know, basically rank yourself against the other cycling prognosticators. Yeah. Now, the best part, the best part about this game, Tim, it's free. It's free and it is built around. So our good friend of the pod, um, Luke, who who built this out, based Mm -hmm. it off of when he was in Flanders for Tour Flanders Holy Week. And he saw the gambling that was going on on the side, the bookie on the side, right? He could put a euro on, you know, I think back then he was probably putting them on you know, like Cancellara. And you can, that is what he used to build this out. So anyways, head on over. You can learn how to play and all that. But this past right. week is when it really started to fire up. So we had a Friday, Sunday action on E3 and also Ghent Valgum. So we'll be re- quick review of those. We're going to talk about future props and then our, um, We've created our own account for here on the podcast, the Let It Ride, Slow Ride Podcast, Expert Picks. We'll be going through yep. there. And uh, so, yeah. Yeah. So we're we're going to give you these surefire winners uh, for upcoming props. And you can uh, take our advice or not and see how you score against your favorite podcast about roller derby. And the um, the E3, Harold Beck, Spencer, right away, yeah. the first one here uh, for, this, uh, for the big classics outside of Milan's and Ramo. Huge upset. Yeah, huge upset when Quick Step won. So this was a cool prop because Luke had set it up so that you had to pick the team. Now, the team picks tend to be one of the harder ones for me. Um, And uh, Quick Step was paid out at five to two. So for every two points you bet, you could get five. Um, Bora Hangar was uh, second favorite at five to one with uh, Sagan. But uh, Quick Mm -hmm. Step, very strong, looking pretty good with uh, Stybe's uh, win. Here. They they didn't fool anyone. They didn't no. fool the house. They didn't fool uh, the players on roller derby. Um, no long shot winners in this one. Although there were some some ones out there that you know Mitchelton Scott at seventy one that could have that yeah. could have been a huge payout. Like it could have. But the the thing here is quick steps going to quick step. And I yeah. I think you you know wisdom of the crowds here clearly the favorite one. And it also goes into there was a uh, another fifty fifty bet. That was put up on, are they going to win both E3 and Ghent Valgum? And most people yeah. said no, probably assuming that Peter Sagan was going to win Ghent Valgum. Because um, Peter Sagan went off Ghent Valgum at a 5-1 to one favorite over the illustrious yes. rider who we will know more and more about. And that is the other <laughs> at 6-1. to one. Yeah. Um, yep. But shocking win here. Probably the biggest, longest odds in the history of roller derby. Alexander Kristoff at 75 to one takes the win. Now he looked like a literal monster Hulk smash when he was going up those climbs at the end and perfectly timed attack to, to get over the final hill with the lead group. And, um, yeah, yeah. the beast, the house may have overlooked Kristoff, but that does not, uh, that does not give a pass to, the players 
on roller derby. Everyone overlooked Kristoff. 75 to 1 is huge. Um, that is the kind of payout you are looking for when you're when you're placing bets on roller derby. That that is a career making bet. That well, is a season making bet if you put money down on him. AM Smooth, who's in first place yeah. right now out of Pennsylvania, put 30 yeah. on Kristoff to win at 75 to 1. Huge. And yep. Now he did also or she, sorry, uh, did did kind of hedge with Ilya Viviani at fifty to one or at fifty points at nine to one. But the point here is Kristoff just smoked the yeah. action and it can move you up. So Spencer, as an expert, yeah. are you a fan mm-hmm. of kind of sprinkling the points around or do you like going all in? So I'm definitely a uh, I'm I'm a I'm a sprinkler. I'm a medium sprinkler. Like I always tend to shy away from the top pick because the payout even even if i think like in this instance peter sagan was the the highest ranked favorite even if i think he's gonna win it's usually not worth my while so i'll i'll be down in that like third to tenth uh range uh in the odds uh sprinkling around my five and ten points everywhere so i so this is the second version of roller derby, right? It took a couple year hiatus. Yep. I feel that the original version of roller derby, there's a lot of one point, five point bets. The, yeah. the heavy rollers, the big rollers are starting to play now. I mean, we're seeing bets of 500, um, 100 yeah. on some riders, and I like it. It's making it way more exciting for me. So I've kind of uh, changed my my pattern of play. I'm kind of going fewer bets and bigger bets. Like I'm going all in. I'm not hedging as much anymore. I might sprinkle yeah. a couple down in the the bottom of the uh, the board on the long shots if they make sense, but um, to me, just looking at it, you know, I and also, I I think I'm gonna start playing like the who will win bets a little bit more than the uh, show bets because I the show bets are cool because you can pick like three people that are gonna be you know on the yeah. podium. It's a little but easier to hit. Yeah, I thought that I was gonna do well with the women's um, racing, but Luke has been kind of throwing us some curveballs because he's yeah. been putting the the doing it by teams for the most part and what's happening is other is like starting to sneak up in that this women's field is a lot more competitive than i thought you know i've talked about on the other podcast i thought that there was just a lot of top heavy teams there's clearly yeah. six or seven teams that are good and then oh yeah teams seem to still have like one rider that they can just like go all in on that's gonna win and that's what happened at uh, the women's get Right now, I want to I want to give a quick shout out to a friend of the podcast, Frank Cundiff, because I'm looking at the women's Gent and the men's Gent, and he is number one on Biggest Loser uh, on both of these props, <laughs> putting 500 points on Peter Sagan at five to one in in the men's race, and going heavy 250 points on Trek Sigafredo to win the women's event. That is 750 points out of his original 1,000 that Frank lost in one day on roller derby. He's going to be digging himself out of a hole for a while. All right, and let's go into our upcoming bets for this week. Yeah. We got Tour Flanders coming up on Sunday. So we have several um, bets that uh, that are active right now that we've, uh, mm-hmm. we've discussed and gone ahead to put in. So the first thing we're going to do, Spencer is um, yep. Tour of Flanders for the women. Now, yep. we uh, decided to uh, put 50 on both Bulls, Domans, and Mitchelton Scott. I think that we've kind of come to the agreement that those are the two teams that are going to take the win because Mitchelton Scott's got two fantastic riders, Anamique, and yes. they have Amanda Spratt. 
And then you have Bulls Dolmans, which is just stacked through and through with every possible national champion, it seems. It's yeah, um, it's tough to vote against that. And we did yeah. put a fiver on uh Trek Sega Fredo just because uh they, they seem to they're very close to I guess to getting over the hump, you would say, right? Like like yeah. they're so stacked that at some point they're gonna win. So okay, I'm calling it the I'm calling it the fiver of faith. The fiver of faith. You know? There you go. So Trek Segafredo is at twelve to one. So uh, you know it's going to be a pretty good one. Um, we're gonna it's going to help us hedge some of the bets that we put in on Bowles and Mitchelton Scott. So um, then we're going to go over to uh, the men's tour of Flanders for the big one. Mm-hmm. Now we're in agreement. Um, Matthew Vanderpool right now is and Wout Van Aert are both the favorites with Zednik at nine to one, and we actually. Uh, Currently, we, we put 50 on Greg Van Avermaet to take the win. Yeah. Now, his team's been kind of non-existent, but we do believe that this is the time yeah. for him to look good in that triple C team kit, which is growing on us by the week. <laughs> so he, Yeah, and he needs a result. Let's, let's, fourth and fifth is not, it's not uh, what GVA is looking no. for. Uh, I think... The powerhouse, the youth powerhouse of Wout Van Aert and Matthew Van Der Poel, they're going to cancel each other out. And uh, it, it is Greg Van Avermaet's time to shine. And um, so, yeah, I'm going all in, now, Greg Van Avermaet. We did put uh, bets on four more riders. Um, we have 10 on Nikki Terpstra, currently at 35 mm-hmm. to 1, and Alejandro Valverde, currently at 60 to 1. To me, um, I know I kind of was the one pushing here when we were having our uh, arguments off air, but... The world champion showing up at Tour of Flanders. We were very excited when he announced that he was going to be there. And then it was only overshadowed by Matthew Vanderpool's attendance. But the last time I checked, only one of them has won the world championship on the road. And Valverde will find a way to be there at the end. He was at the end of Milan San Remo. He snuck into the top 10 at Volta Catalunya. He just won the world championship. Let's see what he does in Flanders. I would not be shocked okay. if he if he was there at the end. Um, Nikki Terpstra... I think you just got to put 10 on the attacking Wiley one of Nikki Terpstra. So, um, and that led into the fibers of faith on Alexander Kristoff and Michael yep. Matthews. Now bling Matthews. Yep. That's kind of a, I think we're just hedging our own reputation here by betting on bling Matthews. So if he wins, we can at least say, yeah, well, well we, see, told we, you. we knew it all along. Yeah. yeah. And, and Kristoff obviously coming off the back of his win uh, at 60 to one looks like a smart, a uh, smart little fiver uh, to toss out there. So could pay dividends. Now, one of the best things about roller derby is the goofy propositions, right? Like there's the, will uh, there be a dog yeah. or livestock related crash at the, at the Giro? Will there be a doping violation at the Giro? You know, those types of types of crazy ones. And Luke, Luke did a couple this time. He did both. The, who will be the first over the Pattenburg climb at the tour of Flanders? But the one that we were going to point out this week was he says, which quick step cycling rider will finish first at the Tour of Flanders? Right now, Zednik mm-hmm. Stybar is the early money. However, Philippe Chaubert is a little bit behind and Bob Jungles. Yeah. Now, we're not going to go heavy on this one, but I got to say, if you're going to play this game, sometimes you don't want to, like, what fun is it to pick Zednik Stybar? He's clearly the favorite on the team right now. Sure. But anything can happen. It's Tour of Flanders. Anything can happen. That is right. And when you look at this what? start list, there are some good riders. And one of them is Bobby Jungles, uh-huh. who okay. is in a contract year next year. 2020 is his year for the contract when it's up. So I'm thinking that 
that he's going to go a little bit ahead. I think there's a good chance that our Lux- okay. Luxembourgian will be the nailed it leader of Team Quickstep at the end of the day. He okay. will be the highest right. one. So we put five on him. Um, I I feel you. I I think that's a solid uh, fiver of faith, for sure. I I wouldn't be. I just want to say I wouldn't be opposed with the odds that he's at right now. I think kind of under the radar, Florian Seneschal twenty five to one. It would be, it would be kind of a stunner. These are the best that, that you can make. You can make some movement on the leaderboard. Now, because if you look at the leaderboard, Spencer, you and I are mm, kind of down there, right? So oh, we're, we are. you're like in seventieth. I'm in like wait at like one hundred eightieth. But um, yeah, I think that the key here is that you just got to spend some money to have some fun, and we're gonna do that. And um, yeah, follow so, along. So yeah, you mentioned it. Um, I am uh, definitely far, far, far ahead of you here in seventy second place. Um, you are down down in the dregs but uh that's not how this game is going to play we've started a new account uh for this one um so people can try to play along as we live record this podcast and uh and see if you can best the collective knowledge of this low ride podcast um so look for our account um in the rankings uh see see if you uh you know, find us on your nemesis list or your victims list and, uh, and let us know. That's right. And if you have any questions or you want to make fun of us, we'll read it on the air. The next episode of the let it ride by emailing us at yeah. the slow ride podcast at gmail.com. And with that, I'm Tim, the official voice of roller derby presented by wide angle podium. And this is Spencer, the official voice of roller derby presented by the wide angle podium. Yeah, we're going to have to work on that. Hmm.